This is a Gulf Stories moment, made possible by the University of West Florida Innovation Institute. Hi again, everyone, and thanks for joining us for another Gulf Stories moment. My guest today, Dr. Wade Jeffrey, the director of the Center for Environmental Diagnostics and Bioremediation at UWF, and today we're talking about the extensive work you've done throughout your career studying ultraviolet radiation. Dr. Jeffrey, how are you? I'm doing great today. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. So at one point, a few months back, you told me, you know, you had no idea you were going to spend your career studying UV radiation, but it's been a big part of your life, hasn't it? Well, we we used, we originally got into doing UV radiation studies, not because we were interested in UV, but because UV did something that we were interested in. And then what we found was that just focusing on the UV component was much more interesting than what we were originally trying to do. So we hear it all the time. I mean, you and I live here in this beach community. UV's played a big role in my life. You know, you're always hearing about protecting yourself. Embarrassingly, maybe I don't really know exactly what it is. What do we mean when we say UV radiation? Well, UV is the really high energy part of the sunlight. It's short wavelengths, but high energy. And because it has high energy, it can drive lots of chemical reactions, um, both for the good and for the bad. Um, but if you're a living organism, one of the things that it can do is damage your DNA. And then you're, if you're human, part of that might manifest itself into skin cancer. But any organism anywhere in the world, where the oceans, which is what I'm interested in, it gets exposed to ultraviolet radiation, suffers the same kind of DNA damage. How do they respond? How do they recover? What does that do to the ecology of the system? Okay, so a couple of questions here. So it sounds like your version of studying ultraviolet radiation is not about people. When you're saying how do they respond, what, what's the they? Oh, the, 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 they, the they are the microbes of the ocean. Um, so most of my work is focused on bacteria in particular. And a lot of people say, oh, bacteria in the ocean, you know, who cares or, or that, you know, that's awful. Basically, the short answer is if it wasn't for the bacteria in the oceans, the health of the ecosystem would collapse because it's the bacteria that take care of all the decomposition processes, regenerate all the nutrients that everybody else uses. And so they're really a critical part for a healthy ecosystem. So you've spent this career, I mean, I know this isn't all you've studied, I, I knew it's played a big role um, studying this, and you, you, you've done this sort of worldwide, right? You've done it all over the planet, haven't you? Well, the great thing about UV is that if you're going to study it, you go where it's really intense, which might be the equator, the tropics, or more recently, the Atacama Desert in Chile, the highest UV that people have measured. But you also go places where there's not high UV. So we've really kind of worked from one end of the ocean to the other. So um, we have a very well-known project from about 10 years ago where we went from the Arctic Ocean to the Antarctic Ocean in one direct trip. Um, And so you go from low UV across the equator where you have high UV, then back into the low UV environments in the the polar regions. So when you study this here along the Gulf of Mexico and in in all of these other places, do you find significantly different things or, or, or are we all one and the same around this topic? No, it it varies because, you know, the organisms seem to be adapted to to whatever the environment is that they live in. And so if you go to the the low UV environments, they're pretty sensitive to UV because they don't see it a lot. If you go to the high UV environments like the the tropics or, like I said, the the Atacama Desert in Chile, you can blast them with UV and and they just keep growing and thriving and, and, you know, life is happy. Then the question then is how do they survive and thrive in a UV that you know maybe twice what we see here in Florida? So with thirty seconds left, can you 
is that an answer you can get to? Is that an answer you feel like you already have? Is it life will find a way? You know, that's that's an answer where, or that's a question we're trying to answer. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've been able to characterize where there's sensitivity and not sensitivity. Um, you get into a much more detailed molecular biology approach, probably to understand the mechanisms why and how they're able to to grow and to survive. Um, How did they evolve to be able to live in these really extreme environments? Really interesting stuff. The topic of ultraviolet radiation with Dr. Wade Jeffrey from the UWF uh, Center for Environmental Diagnostics and Bioremediation. Thank you, sir, for your time. Thank you. For more Gulf Stories moments, visit wuwf.org slash podcast or go to the podcast page of npr.org.